It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yeah mm-hmm. Back again yep. Another week Glad y'all here with us You know what I mean We ran into a little technical difficulty last week So we came to you a day late Dollar oh, yeah, short, yeah, but we that, was that was yeah. that was all me, y'all. Um, uh, I, I wasn't gonna throw you under button, the bus. Hit, hit the wrong button on the recorder and and had to do a, a surgical edit. That, yeah, yeah. Took some time. Took some time. Yeah, yeah. But I was committed to getting it done, and here we are, back. Uh-huh. All my settings are correct this week, ready to all go. Right. You know what I'm saying? We on time. I we probably early this week. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully we we there though we here though you know what I mean we tried to keep with the streak. Couple motherfuckers called me like yo everything all right like nigga. I was like yeah nah nah we gonna make it we gonna make it like like Jada said hey, but anyway man. oh shit what's good with you man how you feeling ah uh, man I'm doing good man doing good man you know work shit you know what I'm saying that's that's like part of it is like shit by the time. You wake up, it's already eight o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm. By the time you know what I'm saying, because you shit just be already lined up. You like shit, nigga. Good morning, shit. good night, same time. Just flying, shit, just flying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's got to be better than a day just lagging, though, right? I mean, most definitely. But uh-huh. the the difference in you know a lagging ass day. You know, even if you some if you're if you're if you're a dreamer or you know what I'm saying creative or something, even a lagging day will give you nice thoughts. You know what I'm saying? You might come up with something. You might not do mm. nothing with it, but you know, you time like that give you time to, you know, think and shit that you know, a lot of times mm. you might not do nothing with or you might do something with, you know, you might catch an inspiration. But mm. when the days fly like that, you got to be very intentional about planning your shit out. You know what I'm saying? And, and making sure you put what needs to be put in between those, you know what I'm saying? 12 hours or whatever, you know? So wake up, you already got to already know this type of shit you need to hit or that shit going to get left behind. It'll be all week before you even think about it again. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. you could, you could wake up, Monday morning, like, yeah, 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 I want to do this and do that, but you ain't really planning it out. Man, that should be two weeks later. You're like, yeah, damn, it's been two weeks, you know? Mm. So it yeah. forces it forces you, and I'm not, you know what I'm saying, I'm not the biggest planner like that, like a, a to-do list-ass planner, you know what I'm saying? I have broad strokes of what I need to get done. I have, you know, goals on what I need to hit. And when you when you control your own time, it's like, you know, you might go in a circle, but you stay focused on it. And then by the, you know, it'll come around and you'll know when to attack, you know, when mm-hmm. when it's not just your time and and you're um, working other things. You have to make sure that you put all that shit on the plate because 
it might seem like it's too much, but if it's on the plate, you're going to fuck around and get to it. You know what I mean? Just like making a plate, a food plate. You know, you might be like, yeah, I just want a little bit. And by the time you get a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you want you want the, the fish or you want chicken? Ah, can I get a little bit of both? You got a big-ass Thanksgiving plate before you know it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, this is too much. When you walk into the table, like, damn, shit, I had all, I got all this food. I thought I only wanted to get a little bit. But then you look up, you be scraping the bottom of that bitch like, damn, <laughs> shit. I finished all this shit. And that's how you got to do. You got to you gotta um, put the things that you want, really want, on the plate. Or, or it's, it, it might not, you know what I'm saying, it might stay in the fridge and be like that that uh, spring salad that you bought last week. Mm. Damn, nigga, you talking about my life right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I li- like literally, I religiously buy a little plastic uh, case of baby spinach or mm-hmm. arugula situation, spring mix, mm-hmm. all of that shit. And three times out of five, that shit is uncracked and wilted. About a week and a half later, this is in the back of the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I so you got to put that shit on your plate. You know, you done made yeah. mad plates and they ain't put none on. Yeah. I guess throw it on the plate because the worst is when you just say, yeah, I'll take the chicken. And you're sitting at the table and everybody like, damn, this fish is good as shit. And then you go to get some fish and it's gone. Right. Damn. Should have got right. it. Should have got it. Should have oh, put it man. on the plate. And that's, 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 how, that's how it is with time, you know. Time and 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 things that you want to do, you know, uh, you know mm-hmm. somehow when it's there, once you when you when you make it a point to put it there, somehow you find the time bends itself around mm-hmm. what you got, you know, and then yeah. the other times you be like, damn, I wish I didn't, and then nothing really happens because you didn't intentionally put that thing right there in front of you. Like, yeah, we're going to do this today. I'm going to sit my ass down and I'm going to get to this, you know? Days fly yeah. by, them distractions come. You know, you get pulled in different directions. Then, you know, you think, all right, I'll just do this shit when I get to the crib. Then you get to the crib and it's more shit, you know? Then before you know it, it's 5 o'clock the next morning. You're like, yeah, dang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you're rushing trying to get it done before you get into your day. So you just got to put that shit on the plate. From the jump, yeah, yeah, and I'm definitely go ahead. Right? And that's nah, and that's just that's you know what I'm saying it's relatively new to me in a in a fleshed out form because you, mm-hmm. you know I've experienced it, you know what I'm saying even practiced it, but you don't have you never really put thought to it like you know just doing more and you realize that I, I always had the idea that okay I'm better when I got more shit you know what I'm saying when the when the project is bigger, I'm better. Or like when there's more things coming at me, I'm better. I got more shit going on. It's better. Because it leaves less time for my mind to be wondering about new shit. You know what I'm saying? Why you still working on right now shit. You know? Right. When you got time right. to think, you're like, damn, that, that idea is better than this shit I'm working on. You know what? Mm-hmm. Let me start on that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, then you be like, damn, I don't eat leftovers. Then you throw the old idea away. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, that's yeah, hell yeah. So that's the thing about that time. Go ahead, go ahead. I cut. Yeah, no, no, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 really the point. You know, 
Um, so I just try to make it intentional about putting things that I really need to do and really want to do right in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, because the thing about time, too, is the more time you have, the more time you got to overthink. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And now it's just like sometimes you got to get yourself a deadline just to get the shit done. And once it's done, it's done, as mm-hmm. opposed to just being uh, a brainstorm, a perpetual brainstorm, and you just tweaking it in your head, but it's nothing tangible. I was just having a conversation about that with a with a creative uh that like is you know a beast at that type of shit mm-hmm. and they hit me with some of that but in the and also i've learned for me i definitely do like to hit a good to-do list mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i like to i gotta plan my game my day like i'm like al i'm like i cal ripkin jr you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i i like intentionally because if i don't then it's like the shoulda, the shoulda be gone. The shoulda mm-hmm. be gone. Like to your point, the day will be over. YouTube then got the best of my day. You know what I mean? So like, I gotta, I hit the do not disturb. I throw the TV off. I lock in. Sometimes I lock in and I do things where I put a timer on. Where like, all right, I'm gonna be doing this for two hours and nothing else but two hours, and stand at the, you know, sit at the laptop mm-hmm. and. Get whatever needs to be done, done. But I'm there for them two hours dedicated. I'm not doing no other shit. I'm not on the web. I'm not nowhere. And that helps. That helps a lot. That and and then clicking them little boxes, them to-do boxes. That shit feel good. That shit mm-hmm. feel like a little, little bump of serotonin. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit. And it could be regular ass shit. Like, I, you know... Make a green juice. I've been meaning to make a green juice for the last seven days. I made that shit today. I felt I felt good going to the post office. Little shit. Going to the post <laughs> office. You know, dumb mm-hmm. shit. Um, just getting them tasks completed. So, uh, yeah, man. That's where I'm at with it. Um, it's funny to balance the green the green juice. You know, I did that. I ain't even sipped the green juice yet, but it's, it's my my typical green juice that I do, but to, to counterbalance it, which is some bullshit. I'm about to fall back from all of this in a couple of days, but uh, I bought some, uh, this is a curiosity box. Sometimes I'm in the grocery store and I, I know it's kind of some bullshit, but the curiosity will get the best of me. And I'm like, man, fuck it. Let's see what this is about. So I mm-hmm. bought some um, flaming hot Cheeto uh, macaroni and cheese. Mm. I don't know if you've seen these, Mm-mm. but uh, yeah, you know, like box macaroni and cheese, right. but it's flaming hot Cheeto flavor. And I saw that shit, and I said, "Man, this is some bullshit. What is going on here?" All right, man, let me chill. And I kind of walked past it. Maybe the first time, first two, three times I sit in the grocery store, I was like, "Man, if you don't get out of here with that shit," one day I guess the shit was calling me. Mm-hmm. Some pookie shit. I was like, "Yo, let me." Let me go ahead and throw it in the car. I'm gonna throw it in the car, but I'm probably not gonna get it. You know, you do that fake Jedi mind trick. I throw it in the car, but when I get to the checkout, I'm probably gonna just leave it on the little rack. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's kind of like what you said about putting some shit on the plate. You put it on the plate, it's gonna get eight. And uh <laughs> sure enough, I bought it and it sat in my my cabinet for a while, you know, and I'm looking at it like, man, get out of here. And uh 
I got to do some grocery shopping. So I'm at the point to where, you know, shit is, shit is the remnants are starting to poke their heads out. I just told you that the, uh, the spring mint, the spring mix kind of went wilted. So, uh, I was like, man, let me see. Let me just see what this shit is about. So I cooked it up and, uh, shit looked just like flaming hot Cheetos, just like the shit. And, uh, I only ate a small little, like a small bowl of I still got most of it in the refrigerator chilling. I might have to partition that shit off or ration it off. But uh, that shit is better than it should be, bro. To be honest <laughs> with you, that shit is not bad at all. That shit tastes like flaming hot Cheeto macaroni <laughs> and cheese. It's not it's not bad. And I'm not even a flaming hot Cheeto <laughs> kind of guy. I'm not really. Look at me. I got the, I went to the macaroni. Oh, but I don't shit. really go crazy with it. But uh, that shit was good. I had to really put it away because I had to put it away. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me put that shit in there. Let it get cold. You know what I'm saying? Let it whatever's going to do. But uh, I'd be lying if I said uh, you shouldn't try it. If somebody asks me, yo, if you ever had that, what you think? Yo, whew, that shit better than it should be. I'll tell you that shit. That shit, that shit is, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't going to keep getting it, but uh, I don't feel, I don't really feel any remorse at this right. moment. Now, uh, yeah. first of all, uh-huh. yeah. what's a flaming Hot Cheetos type of guy? I don't even know if I could say I'll be honest with you and this might be um gender bias I see more women eating flaming hot Cheetos than dudes not to say the dudes don't but I see flaming hot Cheeto celebration more by women you know right. what I'm saying I mean women um, eat more spicy food than men in my own um in your own calculations. life you know what I'm saying really? like hot sauce really? in my bag is a you know what I'm saying is a real thing I don't even eat hot sauce but you know the women I know, they 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 like putting hot sauce on that shit. And I know men like it too, but you know what I'm saying? It seems more pronounced. Um, my daughter used to love hot Cheetos. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. salty. Like the more, like growing up, it wasn't necessarily uh-huh. the hot part per se, but it was always the, you know, like the salty, vinegary type of thing. Uh-huh. Like, you know, salt and vinegar chips and pickles and fucking mango salad you know mangoes and and vinegar and shit like that like that was more more girls like celebrated that shit more than and then men don't celebrate their food as much as women do anyway so you know maybe that's maybe that's that maybe it's the equal amount of spicy eating itself or somebody is more vocal about they spicy eating than men men tend you know niggas don't Mm. be talking about the yo son had them spicy hot Cheetos, son. Nah, niggas don't really brag about their snacks. Hmm. <laughs> you might be right. You might be somewhat right because I'm furthering your calculations on the fact of if I'm looking at it just from my own uh, observation, if we still doing the male-female demographic, I notice more men than I know will not fuck with any condiments. Mm. Cats that I know will be like, yo, let me get a chicken sandwich plain 
Nothing on it, no ketchup, no mayonnaise, no mustard, nothing. Just let me get just a chicken sandwich, actually no cheese. Okay, a couple pickles. You know what I mean? But that's it. No lettuce, no tomato, just plain. Like, I know a lot of cats that'll just be plain. I know a lot of cats that's like, I don't fuck with that condiment at all. I don't, nah, I don't never fuck with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. You just want a primal burger. Just give me yeah, my, just, just dry as fuck. Yeah, just. <laughs> Dry as fuck, you know. Uh, so there could be, it could be some, uh, could be some validity to that. And the uh, let us know if you are, if you are a man out there, or if you're a woman out there that likes a plain situation, or if you're a man out there that celebrates your snacks. Let us know in the, <laughs> in the comments. What snack do you celebrate? Yeah. Uh, Yo, nigga, I love me a Chico stick, nigga. Pops. I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. That's an interesting thing. But to that point, not to that point, on, but on a related point, that that kind of makes me. This is some shit I had this thought recently. Uh, another uh, thing that I've observed about women versus dudes sounds wild. '80s comic hat. I tell you one thing about these women. Um, <laughs> but uh. Women are more likely to be more versatile and evolve in their way of life in many capacities, Mm -hmm. whether that's they be out with new hair, whether that's different style. One day they on some bohemian shit. Next thing you know, they on some label shit. Next thing you know, they wearing heels. Next thing you know, they got Birkenstocks on. They that you know what I mean? Next thing you know, they they into photography. Next thing you know, they styling. Whereas dudes, it don't be a whole lot. It's like this pride in not switching it up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm the same nigga since day one. You know what right. I mean? Like, I ain't never switching my style up. I, I've been doing the same shit forever. Whether it's working or not, there's this stubborn commitment to... Uh, one thing that, depending on your perspective, it could be looked at as integrity, but it could also be looked at as um uh, fear of, or not even not fear, but like reluctance to evolve. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like I could speak for myself. It's very easy to get precious. About certain shit, right? Mm-hmm. We about to um, we about to go into fall, mm-hmm. so now it's time to get rid of the summer clothes, put them away. Some of them summer clothes been summer clothes for three, four summers, mm-hmm. and they never had a tag popped off of these shits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this, I got, you know, because I had to buy new shorts because the shorts changed. So now. The shorts that I did have on deck, them shits got me looking like I'm a battle rapper from the 90s. You can't really wear them type of shits no more. Time traveling but, from 2005. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, MC Ankh Allah. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, like, what I'll do sometimes is I'll, I'll just pack the shit up and put it off to the side rather than just purge that shit. And realize, like, if I purge it and I throw that shit out or I give it away, I'm never going to think about that shit again. You know what I'm saying? But even the better thing, that's even more. And this is um, 
This is something I was just, uh, it's interesting because I'm still in the midst of it. So I don't, I don't even know if I want to get all the way into it, but yeah, start it. Uh, I know, right? But that don't mean <laughs> I got to finish. That don't mean I got to finish. I was thinking, um, you know, I got a company, right? Um, Beats being broke, right? Mm-hmm. And when I first came up with that name, I loved it. It was a double entendre. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually at least uh, me and a friend of mine. Shout out to uh, Nikki P. She uh, we used to manage producers, mm-hmm. so it was a double entendre. Beats being broke. These are producers that were trying to break into the game, but mm-hmm. it also beats being broke. You know what I'm saying? This was back in that era when like. Grind culture was at damn near its apex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, you already know. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those. And um uh you know, I'm not doing that no more. Shout out to Nikki Pito. She's a general manager of Collabo Music. That's Kenya Barris's record label. So mm-hmm. she's still on that grind, getting to it. You know what I mean? Executive all the way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um but I've had it because that also I that was like one of the first things I incorporated, right? It was like that was one of those things, you know. This is back in that thing where it was like not that it shit hasn't changed. I mean, things have. I mean, the conversation has evolved a bit, but it was definitely about ownership even back then. You know, you want to feel like you own something in the world, got something in the world, get incorporated, have some business. You know what I'm saying? Like. uh you know, people would, would tell me, yo, this is what I did, blah, 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 blah. You know, I own this. This is my corporation, whatever, whatever. Um, so I was very happy to have some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been using it for over 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a corporate. I get checks um, written to it. I write checks from it. Mm-hmm. Feels good. You know what I'm saying? Feels good just to have a company, mm-hmm. you know? The other day, I was thinking, I was like, ah, what does that mean? Beats being broke. What does that mean? Like, you know, I remember what it meant to me at one point. Does it still apply? You right. know what I mean? Like, does it still apply? And then uh, I was having this thought, and then coincidentally, somebody else had brought it up just out the blue. And somebody's opinion, at least I consider. I appreciate it. I consider. But I was like, hmm. And I don't know if I'm going keep it or not you know what i mean it's still up to me it's still a decision i need to make but it definitely made me think about being precious about certain things Mm -hmm. you know like just because that's your first company don't mean that's your only company right you know like rockefeller is rock nation you know what i'm saying like uh you know shit fucking what there's bad boy, there's revolt, there's Combs Enterprises, you know what I'm saying? Shit evolves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cash money, young money, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was just something to think about. But, uh, you know, just, uh, again, it's like, it's, it's another version of leaving the comfort zone leaving what's familiar. Sometimes 
you know, sometimes things don't always serve you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just because, and a name is a name. You know what I mean? I mean, not to say a name don't have no power, because a name does have power, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, things evolve, things change. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you got to let go of certain things to take off to another level, right. you know? And, and you you can't be, you can't be, uh, we, me and, uh, me and Vlad had this conversation a while back. We were talking about like, um, you know, like if you use a br- you use a boat to get across the water, you don't tie the boat to your back and walk on land with it. <laughs> you leave the boat at the shore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be what's gonna be. Hopefully, if you need another boat, there might be another boat at the shore. You could get a boat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But like, it's no reason to walk. <clears throat> There's no reason to get on a train with a kayak on your back. Like that, you know what I mean? Like there's no, what, you look crazy. You're on the A train now, but we don't, this is different means of transportation. So. Well, I've seen that you know, before, but you know. Oh, I've <laughs> seen it. I've seen it before too. I've seen it before too. And it, well, you know, you know. Nigga, nigga was doing your kayak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a kayak is very stealable, though. You know what I mean? It's like a pocket knife with, in the boat sense. You know what I mean? Nigga will pull off with your kayak. It's very, it's easy. It's easy. You can put a couple straps on that shit and definitely play it like an East Pack. Right. But I say all that shit to say, man, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot out there that, you know, just... Uh, Sometimes you just got to explore. Sometimes you say, like, man, fuck that. Let me try this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It don't, it don't, I'm not, some different shit. Mm-hmm. It ain't, it, you know, I'm still the same motherfucker. Or, or maybe I'm not. Maybe I, you know, maybe I've grown differently. Maybe I've evolved. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it seems to be, you don't want to be the same motherfucker you was X amount of years ago. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, so, you know, well, there that go. I mean, I've I've been through that same process, you know what I'm saying? Like, my company started in, you know what I'm saying, 1999. Uh Uh-huh. 21st Century Hustle, right? You know Uh what I'm saying? Like, Uh that's some visionary-ass shit, you know what I mean? Right. Young, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to get to it. You got a certain energy about yourself, you know? So, it's like, okay, I'm about to take off and go to the future on these niggas, you know what I'm saying? It's 21st Century Hustle. Um, but <clears throat> as I, you know, some got growners, so say around 2017, 16, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you said, does it serve me? You know what I'm saying? Are these the words that, you know, and it's different when your company represents 99% of all your income and business dealings, you know what I'm saying? Then it is. Right. Or than it is when you're kind of separate from it and it's a real corporation and people work for it and shit like that. But when it's kind of mm-hmm. like almost tied to your identity, mm-hmm. it feels different. You know what I'm saying? And that's probably something that you need to, a mindset that, you know, that I probably need to work on as a, as an individual to untie mm-hmm. yourself from your business. You know what I'm saying? Cause your business is not your person. You know what I mean? But when you're younger and you start businesses, it's almost like, part of your whole this is who I am I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur this is my company right. it's 21st century hustle you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I am well it's like rappers you know what I'm saying trying to make sure your raps match your lifestyle mm-hmm. and your lifestyle match your rap so somebody gonna call you out mm-hmm. on it you know what I'm saying right right like, nobody gonna call me out if my company was you know what I'm saying Mr. Softy you know Mr. Softy mm-hmm. getting it you know what I'm saying 
So, so for a long time, you hold on to that. And then I'm like, well, damn, that title actually might not be serving me no more because I don't want to be hustling out here. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if, if I don't care if it's the 21st century hustle or not. I just I want to have my shit more solid. You know what I'm saying? And so then it naturally evolved, and I changed it to thorough media because I want to be my I want my shit to be thorough. I want all my shit to be together. And ironically, I had that name before 21st century hustle. I just never put it into effect because probably because my you know it didn't match my lifestyle at the time. But I was riding on the A train, and you get to, um, you know, J Street Borough Hall. I was like, damn, that'd be mm. dope if we had Thorough Hall. Like, nigga, mm. Hall of Thorough Niggas. And then, you know what I'm saying? It was just a thought. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then eventually, when I got to that place where I was like, you know, I'm going to tighten all my shit up, I switched, it, right. switched my company to that. Right? And so, you know, but even now, it's like, Damn, why am I tied to that? Now I got the next company, which, you know, I probably came up with a few years ago that I haven't mm-hmm. switched yet. I'm not going to say it because I haven't copyrighted. That's another thing you learn along the way. If you're going to be mm. attached to some shit, you better trademark and copyright it and do all the good shit you need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I, I have one that I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. this one I could take, I could take this one all the way to the grave, you know? So, but at the same time, I have to disassociate myself from business in a way that allows business to just be business and allows right. my myself to be myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's very important, too, because I think a lot of people, and it starts young, but if you don't shake yourself out of it, it, it definitely will hold where you are defined by your career you defined by what you do you're defined by your business right. and it's bigger than that and like what happens is if you take a hit business wise or for instance if you're working at a, a company a company you know what i'm saying and that shit is over you could literally have an identity crisis you know because you locked in so tough mm-hmm. go ahead we about to- no i was i was about to say like you know one of the tenets of 21st century hustle was that, you know, a lot of people, you know, do work that defines them, you know what I'm saying? And the whole point of the, the concept was that people were changing and, and allowing who they are to define what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, that don't mean you have to, you know, lock what you do as your business and that's it forever. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be mm-hmm. the same forever. I don't want to be hustling forever, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I hear that. I hear that. You got to look at it. You got to look at it. Yeah, man. See if it fits. Word. Uh, yeah. Did you... I got a question. This is this is another this is random. Did you see this story about this... Uh, this therapist is a black woman... Mm-hmm. Who was on TikTok? Got fired. And uh, yeah, yeah. Did you follow that you story? So she was on TikTok, and I f- I don't know her name. I don't have a TikTok in front of me. Uh, but um, basically, 
her shit was like, yo, black man, y'all gotta get therapy. You know what I mean? Y'all niggas is is fucking struggling out here. Y'all, you know what I mean? It is affecting everybody. You know what I'm saying? You're not only killing yourself, but you and I'm paraphrasing, but you you're fucking up the order of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it is inter it is very is very important that you go seek some help. You know what I mean? Because it's a problem out here. Mm-hmm. And while well, look, I'm one of these people that believes in therapy. I also did think that the uh delivery was the best. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, it felt super judgmental. So a lot of people, was a lot of blowback to what was going on. And then, um, you know, I guess some of the blowback, you know, like that first thing, like some of her first, uh, you know, credos, like low for her first rant kind of went viral and people mm-hmm. saw that coming for her. Nah, what are you talking about? Da, 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 da. So she was kind of like, Kind of halfway back, probably like, yo, all right, maybe, you know what I'm saying? My message, it wasn't all of that, but you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I still think, you know what I mean? But you look, I ain't mean to come at your neck, you know, but, you know, because I guess the, the blowback was coming. And then it got a little further and people started making little pieces on it. Mm-hmm. And they they got to her people. They got to her, man, you know, her, her um, employment. her employment and her employment got rid of her. So then she doubled back, came back, was like, basically like, fuck y'all hurt ass niggas. This is the problem. That's why y'all niggas got to get your fucking therapy because now y'all done came. You supposed to be protecting black women and you done got me fired out this motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, it was interesting. It was a, it was, it was an interesting uh, timeline of a, uh, just how fast shit could go from sugar to shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, I mean, Um, the internet and life happens real fast, but mm -hmm. her, her rant was based off of this article that, uh, you know, you know, they got all this research to tell black people how fucked up they are or how last place they are or how first place they are and all of the negative shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That seems to be the only research that ever drops. Black people are going to be the poorest in ever. Still in last. By 2053, they're going to have a Uh net zero fucking shit. And Mm -hmm. we just accept it as the truth and shit. Um, Mm -hmm. But there was an article that says uh, black men are more lonelier than ever before. You know what I'm saying? Based off of some shit, you know, studies from date naps. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. She was basically responding to that article that was making this round the other day, and right. saying, "Boo, boo, boo," adding her take. And you know, a lot of a lot of it is, you know, black women are changing, you know, how they accept dating or not. You know, what I'm saying they're like, you know, I really come healed be in, be in that type of relationship. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. You right. know what I mean, it's all these things. Right. So. Again, I've said this on the show for probably the last five years. I don't know how how long we've been doing this show. However long we've been doing it, sixty three years. Uh-huh. Huh? You say what? Sixty. It's about sixty three years. But go ahead. Sixty three years. Something like that. It's a long oh, time. <laughs> many years. Many years. Go ahead, go ahead. But for many years, I've been saying that we're in a black woman's renaissance right now, where mm-hmm. their voice is being heard more than ever. You know what I'm saying? There, it's being projected. It's being amplified 
ever since um, the advent of Twitter because Twitter was custom built for black women's skills. You know what I'm saying? Being witty, being quick on her feet, being able to talk about all these different subjects that, you know, black women talk about. You know, um, back then when you saw whatever day Housewives, I guess it was Sunday Housewives came on, came on. As a man, okay. you can't really even be on Twitter because they just took that shit over. You know what I'm saying? Talking about mm-hmm. the housewives. And then I started to see men talking about the housewives. I'm like, damn, these women have taken over the whole conversation. You know what I mean? And that had that extended itself once Shonda Rhimes started taking Twitter mm-hmm. Twitter handles, and Twitter, Twitter yeah. quotables, and inserted it into her characters on Grey's Anatomy and on Scandal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Then she plucked Issa Rae up out of the out of the fray and uplifted her. So it's like these voices have been amplified, much like much akin to the black man voice in the early '90s. You know what I'm saying? When hip hop started to really take off, and Russell Simmons was the the forerunner of pumping hip hop in the black male voice. You know what I'm saying? Shonda Rhimes was kind of like the Russell Simmons of this renaissance, right? And so using that tool and that platform to amplify their voices have put them in a unique position to say all of the things that's on their mind. You know what I'm saying? And with the help of an algorithm, then you get that support behind it. And sometimes it becomes a feedback loop. And a lot of times you feel like you can go on the internet and say the thing that you've been seeing in your algorithm over and over and feel like that's where it's going to stay. But sometimes you say some stuff and it jumps the algorithm and then the other um, half of the conversation is able to chime in. And at that point, things could go left, you know what I'm saying, like it did in this particular case because she may have been saying things that her and her friends and the people on her timeline She's not, she probably wasn't no internet celebrity or nothing like that three days ago. She was just probably a, a therapist that get on her Facebook or whatever, or Twitter, and say what she's saying. It largely goes into a small mm-hmm. group. Now everybody get to chime in. <laughs> and, and then they get to the point where they're contacting your employer and your employer feels a certain kind of way. Now you got to go find some new work. So... All that to say, you got to be careful with your, you know, with with what you believe to be the majority opinion. You know what I mean? Be just because that's what you see. Sometimes you say some shit, and then you know that's not really the case at all. And many people don't feel the same way you feel. So you got to be cognizant that there is another side when you kind of speak. You know what I mean? That's why, you know, some, I know I be saying shit sometimes that jump the shark. But, mm-hmm. you know, I you know, I acknowledge the fact that I'm not the I'm not the sole voice of nothing. I'm just one nigga with a mic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and then if somebody got something to say, you got to you got to accept that other people got their own opinions and let it be. Right. And, you know, and be willing to stand on your opinion. Understand, like, because you can't gauge what's going to work. You can't workshop no. an opinion. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it, it, it leads to a lot of group thing. If you feel a way, you feel a way. Only thing about particularly Twitter and, you know, 
it's not always the best forum for dialogue. It's typically a ratio situation. Right. Like people are just quote tweet you and get you up out of there. <laughs> but that's how you feel. That's how you feel, you yeah. know. And um, her name is her TikTok handle is unusually Bree. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. I ain't want to just, you know, not mention who she is. How many followers she got? On TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, let me see, two hundred forty nine thousand. I wonder how many. So I mean, it's in a, the last few days. Off the yeah, off the situation. Who knows? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Therapist, artist, jeweler, oh, artist. You know what I mean? So I am simply chaotic. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So you know, it is oh, what it I is. Mean, she came for Look. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a ladder in chaos. So who knows? Maybe, you know, the come up is coming. But look, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. I think people got a, you know, a right to feel a certain type of way. And Mm -hmm. I think that what happens is, you know, now that everything is so much shit happens within social media, uh, everything, so many things become performative because, you know, you're trying to gain subtraction and, some of these methods may not be traditional and that might spook establishments. You know what I'm saying? And you could suffer for it, but if you feel like that's how you really feel, if that's what it is, then shit, you're going to have to, you're going to have to weather that storm. You know what I'm saying? Cause there's probably somebody that was reading that's like, I right, will bet I might come see you or I might have an opportunity for you. You know, it is what it is, but, uh, you know, to your point, sometimes I think that, you know, when you said at the beginning of it all, this propaganda that is anti-black on a certain level or promotes division in the black community, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. can get, it could get real nasty when it's, on a large stage. You know what I'm saying? If we if we talking about and this is just my own opinion, but if we talking about healing, I feel like there needs to be some sensitivity to that because you talking about taking people out of behavior that they're stuck in, trying to pull people out of their comfort zone. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And like that shit ain't easy. People get real funny like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been around a hoarder and just tried to throw some shit out without checking in with them. That's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, that's a fucking problem. Or even just say, yo, this the fuck is all of this shit around here? Y'all, you need to get rid of this shit. Shit is some bullshit. <laughs> they get funny. They get very funny, very defensive because you, you're attacking them. Mm-hmm. You're not really you're not really appealing to a more productive conversation. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, I think the conversation could have been a little bit more productive and less performative. But, you know, who comes to TikTok for nuance? You know what I'm saying? Like, I like my TikToks to be short. I don't like a two-minute TikTok. I realized that shit earlier today. I'm like, damn, nigga, how long is this fucking TikTok? Shit was two minutes and 38 seconds. That's how fucked up my attention span is as it relates to that platform. But anyway, man, yeah. Hopefully she get back on her feet, though. Yeah, no, she ain't going away. I mean, she, you know. She got an audience, and I think she she's gonna be fine. There's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, everybody stumble. 
but you know, she'll be all right. I see, I see a little bit of therapy, like therapy on the gram and on TikTok. See a lot of TikTok therapy, not a lot, but I've seen enough as of late. I don't know if it's the best form for it. Cause it's all this little nutshell shit like that. It's like, it's like mean thinking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I saw this one, this one white guy, I think his name is Jeff, the therapist and some shit. Cause I seen him, you know, the thing with TikTok is they be cutting your shit up and then going in on you. It's, it's like the TikTok version of a ratio. Right. <laughs> so, um, so, but you know, there's this one white guy and it's just funny when you, like you said, who knows what you want your audience to be or who knows what you think your audience is or who knows who you're there for. So he said some shit. One party was like, you know, and I mean, look, if you have, I don't know if he said nigga, I don't think he said nigga, but he's like, if you have racist thoughts, it's a white guy. If you have racist thoughts, it's okay. Everybody's racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some wild shit like that. Like everybody has racist thoughts. It just means you're human. And um, it's interesting. Because obviously I know who he trying to talk to. He's trying to talk to white people. You know what I'm saying? Because that's who be racist. But he trying to give them a little bit of a, some relief for their racism, which is interesting. It's like, don't worry about it. So it's like a weird thing. It's like, okay, so you do acknowledge the fact that y'all be on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not as blind as that you act as, as ignorant as you may pretend or pretend to be y'all motherfuckers know what it is it's, it's okay everybody's everybody's right don't even worry about that racist thought it's just natural some old wild shit man but uh yeah man i'll be i'll be paying attention to a lot of these uh little um some i don't say little some of these social media therapists some are better than others some know how to do it but um yeah, I was just curious if you saw that. If you saw yeah, that, I mean, story. I didn't, I didn't, re- I didn't actually watch her rant. I just saw, uh-huh. I just saw the the activity yeah. around it. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. the rant. It was alright. Um, I don't want to really get into this because I got, I got shit that is in the news, but I ain't all the way read up on it, so I'm not going to do <laughs> like too what? much about that. <laughs> uh, there's a couple things that I think are very interesting. Uh. I don't know if you saw this shit, but Texas is sending migrants from uh, uh, or like migrant workers. And let me look up the difference between what is a migrant versus an immigrant. Like they're sending migrant workers to D.C. and New York City Mm -hmm. because the governor was like, yo, we overwhelmed. We don't know. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. We don't know what to do. This, that and the other thing. I don't know who said something from D.C. or if anybody said something from D.C. or maybe that's just an attack at Biden. But allegedly, maybe Eric Adams said some shit. So the Texas governor was like, oh, we're, if you feel that way, we sending some your way. And he's sending like busloads of migrants. Like, I think it's about, I think about 9,000 have gone to D.C. Whereas um, not as many have come, let me see. Uh, <clears throat> like people that are, you know, coming from, they, they're coming through the border, right? Genesis Figueroa and her husband spent more than a month traveling from Venezuela to the U.S. border. Mm-hmm. An exhausting journey interrupted only briefly by when she was hospitalized with pneumonia in Guatemala. 
blah, 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 blah. Not to blah, 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 her pneumonia. I'm glad she, you know, she made it and she got it well. Uh, long story short, after crossing the Rio Grande, embarked on another trip Thursday morning, this time to Washington, D.C. or the bus. These are, <laughs> these are among thousands of migrants sent by the bus to the, from the Lone Star State to D.C. and New York this year at the direction of Governor Greg Abbott in an effort to highlight his criticism of Biden's administration immigration policies. Uh, before we began busing migrants to New York, it was just Texas and Arizona that bore the brunt of all the chaos and problems that come with it, uh, the governor said in a statement this week. Now the rest of America understand exactly what the fuck is going on. Well, what is going on? He ain't say what the fuck. But uh, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, he sent more than 7,000 migrants by bus to Washington since April and more than 900 to New York City since August 5th. Hmm. So hey, that's they, some they real been, they been doing petty that shit. shit. They've been doing that type shit with the homeless for years. Yo, they be moving the homeless around around. Like, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I see it. I and see the homeless it. to LA. Like shit. There's a whole yeah, there's a, a whole it's a, it's a lot. Send your bus ticket to California, you know? Yeah. 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 Sunny LA. We can live under a bridge. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucked up sometimes, man. Uh, I don't know. It's a, you know, it's a, like I said, I don't want to really delve into it. Cause I ain't really had a chance to like really consider the whole story and, and really, digest the situation but i just i thought it was very interesting my first thought was that shit is very it's pretty petty you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying but you know uh it's going on you know the politics can get petty mm-hmm. but i was just like damn this shit is like it's, this nigga is wild you know what i'm saying uh this motherfucker is really going crazy with that yeah, he's like a, all right it's an article it's an article on the mm-hmm. guardian called bust out how America, mm. how America moves its homeless. So they just probably mm. took a page out of that book. All right, we're gonna do the migrants the same way. If y'all, if that's what y'all right. want to do with y'all legislation. All right, here, take them. Mm. Mm. Which you mm-hmm. know, again, which in intent is like you know some vile shit. But yeah. then, you know, the people who are coming here, they just coming for a better life. Sometimes they end right. up in these cities and, and thrive. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you got these different populations in these different cities, and they they set up shop, build their little community, and thrive on your ass in the middle of a, a bland mm-hmm. town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Get on the bus to sequel. Right. You know what I mean? But, um... Yeah, well, hope you know. Hopefully, there's more thriving than languishing. You know what I'm saying, and and falling victim to it. We'll see what happens, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh it's deep. So I don't even I don't even got no real super duper take on that shit. But it mm-hmm. definitely came across. I put it to the side to chop it up. Uh, I did see before we get into some other shit real quick though. I see Nicki Minaj came in number one on the Billboard, and I ain't even heard the song. I heard the song once or twice, but um, it's all right. Um, 
But that shit, yeah, man, look, man, it's, it's, it ain't a damn. That wasn't worthy of a damn. That was a, I, I kept it super mild opinion-wise. I kind of tried to skate all through. It's, you know, it is what it is. Y'all let us know in the comments. If you want to see inflammatory or real excited uh, wordplay, some colorful adjectives, you got to hit us in the comments. But I'll say this. She came in number one, supposedly the first... Uh, Solo woman rapper since 1998, since Lauren Hill debuted number one on the Billboard 100. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting because, I mean, it goes to show, obviously, I know she got a huge fan base. You know what I'm saying? She got them barbs heavy, but, like, she be mobilizing them in the face of, because there's a there's also a tide that seemed to have been turning against her to where, like, felt like a lot of other women rappers... And their fan bases were kind of like trying to get her up out of there. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, if you just kind of go by some of the shit, well, I've, I go by the shit that I've seen on social media, I would have never counted this. So this was a this was a, a Cinderella victory. Like, damn, this, is, this was pretty ill. This was pretty ill. And I'm curious to see what it leads to. Hopefully... Honestly, my whole thing is, as far as Nicki Minaj goes, and I don't think it'll happen or it might not happen no time soon, I would love to just hear a full-on Nicki Minaj rap project. Because mm-hmm. I think rap-wise, it ain't a whole lot of them that could really fuck with her. Like, when she really get in her bag, she could go. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, all the other stuff, it hits too, it works out or whatever. But when she really want to rap rap, there's moments of glory where you like, nigga, mm-hmm. this shit... You know what I'm saying? But obviously, maybe that's just a little too narrow-minded for what she's trying to do. She got such a big fan base. She want to go broad. She kind of low-key created that lane for a lot of particularly women rappers to go broad, to do the the hybrid shit, to where you could do the pop and the, the rap at the same time without it looking schizophrenic. So... Mm-hmm. But yeah, salute though. That's that's big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good time. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, there's really not a whole lot, you know, saying in the way of her. She got, like you said, a big fan base. She got the talent. You know what I'm saying? You could say, you know, Cardi, you could say Meg is out there, but it's such room for for what's going on right now that there's always gonna be room for. And mm-hmm. she's, you know what I'm saying? She's She has the talent, you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, Cardi is out there, but she's, you know, she kind of like in mommy mode or, or kind of kicked back. I know she had the record with Dirk and them, but I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. flew. Kanye. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. it's a, it was a good time for her to drop and reclaim yeah. her spot or at least reassert herself in the game. You know, right? Um, I think people forget that she could really spit. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like you said, she—I don't know if it's gonna be a full rap album. I'm not even sure what this song sound like. So, um, it's a flipper, super freak. Okay, That's but, it's, yeah. But you know, it's it's a playing field that she kind of fertilized. You know, so uh-huh. kicked off this whole thing with with these fervent fans of, of uh, you know, uh, a woman 
hip hop artist, you know what I'm saying? Like she she her barbs, you know what I'm saying? She was early with that shit and very, you know what I'm saying, keeping that shit alive in the beginning with just stirring up her fan base. That was one of the things that I noticed about her first was that and it was on Twitter back in the day mm-hmm. when you could you could just watch how she interacts with her her audience. This was before she was mm-hmm. big. I mean, even before she signed with Young Money, like mm-hmm. she was still doing the clubs and shit. And then she was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be in Baltimore." You know what I'm saying? And you're like, then you see all the you start seeing all that shit popping up. You know what I'm saying on Twitter? And then she'll get to Baltimore, y'all. I'm in town checking in. Then you see the mm-hmm. fan. You can see you can see it start to ramp up. You can see people starting to talk and. Then she hit the club and then it explode. And you know what I mean? It's just like, damn. And it's like with Twitter, you could follow along this whole play. This is before the algorithms really got all in the way and all that type shit. But you could watch it and you watch how she worked her audience to a point where, yo, this this she was in a class by herself. You know? She, you know, she taught a lot of people how to do that, you know? If Soldier Boy was the first like internet rapper per se. You know what I'm saying? She she took that shit and ran with it, you know, mm-hmm. from, from a woman's mm-hmm. perspective on a platform, like I said earlier, that was very woman-friendly because just of the skills that you needed to to play on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like men don't really, you know what I'm saying? We don't really just sit around and, and communicate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of times you'd be like, nigga, stay out of my business. And then you got to communicate in a short-ass 140 characters. That shit was, you know what I'm saying? They was way better at it. You know what I mean? When when Bevy started doing Twitter, that I was like, damn, that shit perfect for her. Quick, witty, sharp. You know what I'm saying? Saying some quick shit on your ass in some in a 140 characters. Niggas be over here trying to write a little dissertation and shit. Like, damn. Trying to trim your shit down and edit. They be... Maybe six, seven tweets in before you get one out. You couldn't win. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening to you. I'm oh. not. I'm listening to you. <laughs> I'm listening to you. I was, um, now nah, I was thinking, I think part of the reason I think the record is just all right is because I've heard that super freak shit flipped way better. You know what I mean? Like it was, you know, after I heard Just Blaze freak that shit for the Kingdom Come record. Mm hmm. I, I it's kind of like ain't nobody touched it like that. Like that shit is bananas. So I mean, it's it's obviously can't touch this. yeah yeah can't touch <laughs> can't touch this. Yeah, it's definitely better. Can't touch this is cool. You know what I mean? Can't touch this is cool. But it's really you know the can't touch this that shit hammer soul that shit with the fucking typewriter and oh 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 I told you about that shit using that shit out here shoplifting and got caught. He but um. <laughs> I never told you about that shit. I told you about that what? shit. I talked about it on here, man. What happened? I was I was at a fucking grocery store. Me and my homie, we were stealing. And uh, <laughs> anytime somebody looked like they was coming close, I'd be like, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. <laughs> like, playing, like playing as though, you know, I was just singing a song, but that would be the little call. That was your watch out code. <laughs> it was my watch out code, which, which in retrospect is super obvious. <laughs> even if, even if, cause if niggas didn't get the, the reference, they never heard the song and hip hop wasn't as big, even though that was probably one of the biggest hip hop songs at that time. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking, oh shit. I might as well be saying, watch out, watch out, watch out. 
Here they but go. watching that, yeah, watching a nigga uh, typewriter in in the middle of the aisle on the surveillance footage is uh, that's when you really feel stupid. When they're like, "Well, what's going on here? What are you trying to do?" And it looked crazy. <laughs> anyway, oh uh, man, but yeah, salute to Nikki, number one. That's big. Um, what else, man? I know we got some shit to to jump into, but I want to know if you got anything else. You know what I mean? Anything. Uh, let's get it. Let's, okay, well, shit. Ha! We're a week late on one, but I mean, we had, I had to catch up. You had to catch up, but you know, like, uh, TV about to come back now. The recaps yeah. is coming back. Yeah, yeah nigga, I mean, we, I mean, really, I didn't even, that shit snuck up on me. I didn't even know that mm-hmm. shit was back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Raising Canaan is back. And then the new, what is this? The prequel to Game of Thrones. What is this called? House of Dragons? Yeah, House of Dragons. Is, is, is coming through. Taking us back years. 172 years or something like that. Where you want to go first? You want to go to to the house or you want to go to the house? Yeah, I'm going to go to the house. I, I, I watched okay. one of the Canaan's. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The problem okay. is I just I just found out because, you know, I just pressed play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I pressed press play uh-huh. and then I, I started looking some shit up. And realized that the one I watched was the second one and not the first one. Oh, uh, you know okay, okay. So I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. They do. They got their shit is fucked up like that. It'll go right to the to the newest episode, and they know you ain't see it because when you go to the thing, they show everything you seen. Yeah, right. it's weird. I don't know. But go ahead. So let's talk about the House of Thrones, man. Yeah, the House what of the think? Dragons. Oh, House of the Dragon, part of it. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's difficult. Right, uh, go ahead. Because you know you you're so used to the characters on the game, right? Uh huh. You know, uh-huh. and you used to basically the Lannisters really running shit, you know. Um, and you you know the you know everybody who's everybody, you know the Hound, you know all the characters. Now you gotta reinvest into a new set of characters. But, mm. you know what I'm saying, you know how it turns out, you know what I mean, which is, the, I guess, the best part about it, because, like, okay, this the house of the dragons, so, you know, they start talking about certain shit, you be like, oh, that's how that's going to turn out, you know what I'm saying, oh, that person is that person's grandfather, you know what I mean, so it's kind of like, you already know how it ends, but you don't know how it really ended for that particular thing to begin. You know, you don't you don't know how to be the the ending began. You know what I mean? So this is what you're getting caught up on. So, you know, it's fine. You know, they just spin in this one because I guess they're just setting it up. Um, they spend a whole lot of time with the Targaryens, you know what I'm saying? Solely. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're getting little, you know, snaps of House of Tarly and you know what I'm saying, you know, they hold mm-hmm. they hold shit went extinct. You know what I'm saying? So mm. You know, with with the um, father and the son getting burnt by the dragons in the episode when when you first mm-hmm. when they first encountered the dragons, you know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. When the um, Dar- Darth Raki crossed the water for the first time, you know what I'm saying? Right. right. So you like, damn, the house of Tarly ain't even here no more. That shit got burned down. Um, but, right. <laughs> but oh no, nah, no, nah, you still have my man who was at the wall. Yeah, he was he the last one. Okay. He like the last male in the in that 
yeah, he because he was uh, at the wall. That's why he he ain't in the mix. But anyway, you know, you're just spending one a whole lot of time in one house. You know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is like, okay, I, where where everybody? Who else is out here? You know what I mean? Where the Starks at right now? I think it's one Stark that sit on the council. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about Brandon Stark, but. You know, you ain't you ain't go to Winterfell. You didn't go over here to to uh, you know where the where the Dorn people at. You ain't you know you don't go to these different places. They talk about the women in the Vale being ugly, <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like I guess since the beginning of time, that shit was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> they just notorious for that. That's a damn shame. <laughs> that's uh-huh. crazy. That's messed up, man. But right. you know what I'm saying. But um. You know, they get into some some violence, but it's almost like just violence just for the sake of it, being violent, just to set some things up. It, you're not really invested in the violence that happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was right. like, no, you ain't choose a side. It was just almost one-sided. They just came in and bust some heads and shit like the, like the police and shit. Um, so oh right 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 that night guard <laughs> yeah the yeah, night guard yeah, city watch or whatever mm-hmm. yeah you know what I'm saying being the judge and the jury and shit cutting niggas mm-hmm. balls off yeah that was wild so yeah, that was crazy you yeah. know um yeah. I think you know over time it's gonna get better you know um and then another thing that I did I messed up on was um I watched it you know how you got on the TV you could select this cinematic mode or just like you know standard like high definition uh, tv uh-huh and when you watch it on the high definition that should be looking kind of fake to me so uh okay. so you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I watched it on that and was kind of like damn i should have put that bitch on cinematic <laughs> why you ain't just stopping and throw it back you want to do that no nah, just stop I, I had <laughs> already had a little hiccup trying to put the goddamn captions on uh, you know what uh, okay. Right. Trying right, to put right, the right. captions on, then I go try to get back to the show, then it take me back to the home page. Then you go. Oh, that HBO, HBO app is some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Then you go to HBO, then it starts you back from the. I'm like, ah. Yeah, yeah. The HBO app is trash, uh, and it's been trash for a while too. And they like, they don't give a fuck. They know it. They know it's trash, and they just like, man, fuck it, man. These shows is good enough. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, man, but uh, I see. Yeah, okay. What else? Keep going. I thought you. Yeah, nah, that's that's, that's that's my major takeaways. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's my major takeaways. Okay. The uncle is kind of, you know, I'm, I don't know what he on yet. You know what I mean? They right. set the little girl up to be like the other little girl from from the north. Forget her name. That that mm-hmm. was running shit. <laughs> but um, uh, okay. But you know, uh. You know, it's interesting to see, you know, how they set up the, the, the woman characters, how, and then, and you know that, you know, Daenerys, Khaleesi ends up mm-hmm. running shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, this is the legacy she comes from, this long line of mm-hmm. women, one who got right. passed up, then another who 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 is put in position, you know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. you know, you can see that long line of... um strong women riding the dragons you know what i'm saying it's like you see similar traits in in some of the more popular characters from the throne so she -hmm. like a little targaryen Arya stark you know want to ride the dragons and daddy's supportive of the shit you know you know all Mm -hmm. that you do see the blade um 
My man had that blade that they tried to kill Bran with that Arya ended up saving the world with. So, you know, mm, look, right, Easter eggs right. and shit. So it's interesting mm. to, to try to catch a lot of that shit. But right. and see where the the Thrones character fall in with the House of Dragon characters. So I mean, I'm intrigued. Mm, I hear that. Uh with me. It's the, I guess, I don't know if it's a good thing or a sad thing. Uh, my memory is so terrible with these shows that I probably retained about 20, 30% of the Game of Thrones shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you know, yeah, I don't remember much of anything. I, like, <laughs> you say names, I know names, but I don't know, like... I hate to say it, even sometimes, even in my real family, my extended family, I'll be forgetting who's a cousin to who and where, who moms is, you know what I'm saying? That, mm-hmm. who uncle is this, you know what I'm saying? So definitely on HBO, like all of these houses, you know, I forget what house is all of that. I know the Targaryens, the Targaryens, that's uh, Daenerys, right? That's Daenerys's mm-hmm. people, yeah. right? So we, we, we see in this whole thing, we see in the situation, uh, I kind of may have, I didn't really catch it as an Easter egg, but I, I figured that, that, that knife, that dagger was going to pass down to pass down. Cause it was already being passed down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He hit her with a little bit of, this is where this comes from. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So you see that, um, what I, I like how they tried to do, you know, some world building, like, you know, start, set the table for these new people. And again, Due to the fact that I, I only retained a little bit of whatever happened in the last one, mm-hmm. I'm not as I'm not judging this shit as harshly up against that as maybe some other people would, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just taking it for what it is. It's a whole new show, you know. Um, I see that, you know, the king, and then also what I do remember that I liked. And I don't know if you saw this when you did it on the app, but maybe you watched it or whatever. But you know how they got the little recaps at the end. Those always help kind of put things in context. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, the king, uh, what's his name, Viserys, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and his brother's Damalon, Damalon, Damon, Damon or something mm-hmm. like that. Like his brother was like, dog, you weak. <laughs> you know what I mean? He says, you weak, dog. Like, I'm trying to hold you down, but you weak out here. You you know what I mean? Like, you're not making it, you're not shaking shit up. Right. He seems a little like he can't really sit in a chair without getting cut. Like, there's, like, all of this kind of metaphors to show that maybe he's not the man for the job type shit. Right. And, you know, they added in the little after play talking about he followed a king who was in peacetime so a lot of his shit is trying to maintain peace. Mm-hmm. So he almost never really learned how to be aggressive. Right. Like he don't know how to kind of flex his shit. And they kind of, you could kind of tell his hand senses that. And his hand could kind of really, is really heavy handed with like, damn near like, let me handle this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me handle this. This is what we need to be doing. You need to, your brother is is a wild card. We need to get rid of this nigga because he's wilding. Then the nigga coming back, yo, you wouldn't believe what I heard. Your brother was in the whorehouse talking shit, talking <laughs> about your son was air for a day, uh-huh. which 
I didn't even think that was the worst thing in the world. I didn't really, I mean, it's, you know, it's whatever, but it's, it's true. The kid was the heir for the day. Oh, you know man. But when you, when I mean, you're the heir apparent and you want to be and you had to be known, that means, yeah, you know. Yeah. I guess, I guess, you know, like King of New York for one day, if you were the nigga that want to be the new King of New York. But it wasn't fucked up. It was what happened. The kid was, we didn't even see the kid. We never yeah. seen the kid. The kid was anyway. It's and fucked then up I, when it's your kid. Yeah, but I don't think he shit or anything. I think it could have been, especially if you running back playing telephone. So yo, you wouldn't believe what this nigga said in the fucking the whorehouse. He said <laughs> like that shit was light work. Like that's some shit. You know, maybe maybe it wouldn't have been as offensive if he had said it because that sounds like I don't know how close we're gonna see. They seem to be, first of all, the brother is a is definitely reckless. Mm-hmm. We see he's a little bit, you know, he, he's a bit of a loose cannon. He likes the drama. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he seems like he speaks his mind anyway. It don't seem like somebody that you got to run tell at and be like, yo, he said this. He seemed like the cat, like, he was, you know, even in the middle of grief, he might tap his brother like, yo, Little man was air for a day, huh? You know what I mean? They just drink a little bit of dragon's blood and laugh about it. Or maybe he fell away. I don't know. Maybe I ain't got no kids. Sorry. But uh, all I'm saying is I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was that malicious. He, he wanted to get that nigga up out of there. But you keep you holding uh, to comedy rules and shit. Nah, man. Shit, yeah, I guess all, so. I guess yeah, I mean it's all fair it shit. It was true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it like it's a roast. But um which it was. <laughs> it was a double, it was a double piece. But um, all right, so there's that. So I see that the uh the hand is a little manipulative, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously you see the hand and the prince don't really rock with each other. And I think we're gonna find out what happened. There's mm-hmm. gonna be something a little deeper than that, right? And right. then now this is the other thing. This is the other this is what made me kind of not fuck with the hand either. The hand was like, yo, to his daughter, yeah, yo, yeah. King is kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? Why don't you go, you know what I'm saying? Go comfort him in, in his chambers. I'm like, yo, fam, that's your daughter. What are you doing? Like, that's what <laughs> I like that she, I like that she came with a book. You know what I'm saying? Like, she kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Kept a little bit of her innocence, came with a book and shit. And the king she was like up there with his. years old, nigga. That's what I'm saying. But he threw her in the fire like she, he was, she was 25. Yeah, he like yo, and where your that mom old shit? Back in the day, nigga, go secure. Yes, go secure your place in this world. Yeah, go. Yeah, we got to come up because the whole shit. Like that's. I also had to use that context because I felt the way about the king when my man pulled him pulled him to the side. Like yo, you know, you got to make an impossible decision. And I mean, this nigga, this thing ain't even giving much. Thought. He was like, all right, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, but I get it. She was not going to survive either way. Right. So he was pressed for air. She not going to be surviving. So he can't even run that back. She already said, look, this is the fifth child. We done lost. I'm mourning too many kids. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm kind of, this is it. You know what I'm saying? So she's, as a vessel, she's out the game. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So if we just looking at it real pragmatically without the emotion of it and the fact that he needs an heir and he had this feeling that this was going to be a a boy. Mm -hmm. I thought, honestly, for a hot second, I thought it was going to serve. I thought he was going to cut her open, 
sacrificed her, and then he was going to have another daughter. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's what um, I thought, too. That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be like, ha-ha, see? Thirsty. You know what I mean? But, um... But, you know, way, she was going to die. Who, the baby? Or the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's That's why I was like, again, and that's why I had to also put it into context of this is way back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, the... The you know the delivery facilities. is medical facility. You seen the shit they cut her open with? That shit looked grimy as fuck. That little dagger. That shit had all types of old blood on it. So you know she's gonna have something. She wasn't you know. So anyway, but that kind of made me look at him a little. It's a little desperate. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So that was that. Uh, it took me a minute to warm up to the main character. Uh, homegirl, uh, Renara, Renara, I think her name is. Hold on, um, yeah, the 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 heir now, mm-hmm. the new heir. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she cool. I'm trying to, you know, what I'm saying we'll see what happens with her. Uh, I like the <laughs> this. I look, man. I like that they got a black brother on there. You know, what I'm saying they got a brother on there, but then he he got a white lady. You know what I'm man, saying? He, he, he married, he's in the Targaryen clan. Yeah, he yeah, I guess. He yeah, okay. I get it. I get it. But it just was funny. I was like, ah, oh, this nigga got a white they, woman. They got two you know? little kids on that, a little brown. I kid. see them. I see the I see the little the mixed babies. But then they kept kind of having shots at her. Is she the one that could never be queen? Or some shit like that? Wasn't that uh, how they introduced her? Uh, yeah, that's the it was, one that, you know, they passed over and gave it to the weak king, you know? Right, and right, then, uh, right. The black right. husband tried to put his hand in the ring, like you know, I got somebody yeah. that could be the heir. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, oh, I got to pay more attention to what he was doing there. Yeah, he but was, I was at looking. first. You know what I'm saying? He um, he supported the brother. Then they when they was like, Nah, fuck that. We ain't going with that. He was like, Well, mm-hmm. you know, shit. You know, I got that. You know what I mean? My wife here could be that. Oh, the wife could be the new queen. Like, yeah, get, be the like, best. Okay. She's like the cooler. Now, why did they say sit back? Is it because what is it? Why did she get passed over the first time? What's the what's the reason? Because is there any be, reason? You know, historically, you know what I'm saying? He went with the man as opposed to the um the woman. You I mean it could be some slight Oh, 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 oh. Oh, that's right. That she's the woman from the beginning. Yeah. Where it was him or her. Oh, yeah. okay. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't. Okay, yeah, I get you know, it. From the it very could beginning. Be some lightweight Game of Thrones racism that they like to throw, but you know, we tr- we ignore a little bit. You know, <laughs> subtle racial yeah. shit, you know what I'm talking about? Right, 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 right. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so. It's cool to see brother, you know, at the at the head of the, the other head of the table and shit. Got a nice little seat at the table. Man, we'll see what's let what. Me, let me see him ride a dragon, then you know what I'm saying we could talk. <laughs> there was that. There you go. That's what. That's what's gonna make him official in your eyes when he get on nah, one of them dragons. I mean, he's still gonna be a little racist, but you know, at least. Oh yeah, you know. You know we'll they, see. They we'll see how he survive. Clout to ride a dragon or something. Hmm. It's uh-huh. like it's like you know what I'm saying the white boy on um on um Avatar he got to ride the big you know what I'm saying the big dragon uh-huh. and impress the you know to the seemingly black tribe you know what I'm saying right right so yeah you know, mm. let, let it flip the other way please 
Uh, well, hopefully that happens. Hopefully that happens. It, it is happened. that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> let's make some. Let's bet on it. Let's see what happens, baby. Uh, let's see. So, my predictions. I ain't really betting no shit like that. Uh, but like, let's make. Hopefully, the black man get a dragon. We'll see what happens. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Ten of them motherfuckers, man. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, 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 not you. Not you, brother. Take it easy. You got to find your own. And like that nigga on a on a bicycle. Where your people um, at, nigga? Where's your right. tribe? <laughs> right. Where the other black people besides you and your your daughter and your son? Where the other black people at? Well, that um, black the black dude that was like the fisherman type of dude that be sneaking shit in from the thrones. He was Valyrian as well. So apparently, there's some Valyrians out there. In, in the space um, okay. I, I watched one the, video They was trying to break the shit down To why it made sense to have a black character And shit because you know There were some examples of black Valyrians Especially that one guy And then mm-hmm. they were saying that You know the Targaryens were like the, was, was was great seafarers And shit so they, they was out on uh, the ocean okay. And so um, They showed where They could have bumped into the blacks Because this one island that had some black people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm right. saying? They could have, you know, being seafarers, they was going to run into all kinds of people. And then they showed gotcha. the island, and it was like, and it's loosely based on Africa, right? And then when they showed mm-hmm. a map of the island, it's like this little bitty ass, that shit look like Cuba, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, in comparison right, right. to, you know what I'm saying, all the continents right. of, of uh, right. Westeros and shit. It's like, right. oh, that <laughs> shit ain't based on no fucking <laughs> Africa. That little bitty ass island <laughs> Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, Jamaica that shit is Haiti and the DR Tobago <laughs> yeah yeah you know, Tobago um so I right, so you got your man uh I'm trying to think what else I remember uh homie I don't know where he coming from but the uh the lone the lone cat that that gave it to the prince Mm-hmm. Cyrus or something like that. This, this nigga where they don't know. He from parts unknown, like an old school wrestler. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Uh-uh. So I'm the kid that was in the duel in the joust. He was in the joust and he he beat the prince. Oh right, he right, made right, the right, prince. Right, right, he, right. Yeah, that cat. And then Raynara, I forget her name. She put the little um, what do you call them shits? The little uh, the wreath gave him the wreath. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else jumping around. Um, that's it. I mean, it was a setup episode. It's gonna be interesting. We're gonna see where it goes. We're gonna see where it goes. Uh, you know, hopefully it gets good. Hopefully, you know, I think we'll know about about five, six episodes in if it's immersive or not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I trust that they, because I'm sure they put a whole lot of money behind this shit sure. and. Yeah, I'm sure they they trying to go hard, especially off the strength of part of the legacy of Game of Thrones. Not only as good as it is, part of the legacy is that last season or them last two seasons was a little mid. Mm -hmm. So they kind of might have something to prove a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. Um, Damn. So you only saw Razor Kane in episode two. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But go ahead, man. Shit. All right. Cause I saw both of them and yeah. I like, 
they kind of all run together. So, all right, so I'm going to just give you a, I'm going to give you, because, you know, that's how I, you know, that would be. But I'll give you the, uh, the synopsis of what happened. So, uh, Ra comes out to Virginia Beach to go get Kane, and Kane has been living in Virginia Beach for a mm-hmm. couple months to lay low. You know what I mean? Um, he like it out there. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess out there, kind of real, he kind of realized like he don't really feel like he built for it. You know what I'm saying? Having a little time away from it, being spooked by what he did, he realized this ain't who he is. That moment keeps haunting him. You know, blah blah blah. She comes back. She's like, Nah, I want you with me. You know what I mean? I always want you with me. He like he even talking down New York. He was sounding like me. He was like, it's all right. You know what I'm saying? They got fucking congestion tolls and all of this other shit. Anyway, um, so she comes scoop him, drive him back to the city in the old school white range. That shit was so tough. That shit, one of my favorite cars of all time. The old school ranges. It wasn't the one she had last season? I don't know. Did she have the white range in the last season? season. Yeah, probably the same shit, but they had like a nice... Overhead shot, overhead side shot. That shit was sitting, and you just realize like how big the motherfucking windows were on that shit. Like them shits, was, it was sick. It was sick. Mm-hmm. So she pulling up. They pulling back into Queens. Um, driving through the block, you seeing cops throwing niggas on the wall because you know the people that are still out there. You know the people that were. Leftover from when you know Unique went to jail, mm-hmm. you know they still out on the they still out on the block trying to make it happen. But the you know it's too hot out there, so they getting thrown around and shit like that. They starving. Meanwhile, you know Ra she got the she got the projects on Smash. You know what I'm saying? Like she got the lookouts on the roof so they could see the police from way way deep. She paying off for the you know paying the tenants off and you know what I'm saying? Kind of like. Like ruling that shit with an iron fist to the point she on some Anna Wintour shit. Like when she go into the project elevator, niggas was waiting for the elevator, and uh, it was a good amount. But when she pulled up, her and Cannon, they ain't get on. They let her do her. Like you, she ride the elevator alone because they know she the boss. So then we go up to the spot. You see that business is booming. She's real excited about it. She's uh, she peeped uh, one of Unique's guys getting tossed against the wall. Kit Worrell. And um, was thinking about, you know, taking him for her team. You know what I mean? Really trying to deplete Unique while he's still in jail. Mm-hmm. So uh, she runs that past Marvin and um, what's the other uncle's name? Lonnie? What's the other? Um, what's my man's name? The younger cat. The, the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, young, uh, the little brother. Record producer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, little brother. Lonnie? I don't know. Um, y'all, y'all know. Y'all know who we talk about. Saying, yo, um, bulletproof and bulletproof records. So, like, um, first of all, Marvin seemed to be a little bit more on his shit now. Whereas Lonnie, I don't know why I keep calling this nigga Lonnie. I'm going to look his name up. <laughs> he's a little distracted because he's trying to, you know, he's trying to keep the label going. Mm-hmm. And the label's not doing well. This nigga famous. He, you know, his shit bombed in the streets. So now he's just getting high and not really recording or whatever. And, <laughs> Homie don't really want to put no money into him because <clears throat> he's just getting high and all that. He like, well, tell that nigga to write, write with no beats. I'll get him some beats when he give me some verses. You know what I'm saying? So they had a little bit of a stalemate. Lulu. The sister. 
Lulu. Yeah, Lulu. Paul, I call this nigga Lonnie. Yeah, Lulu. So Lulu and Rod, they kind of got a bit of a... She looking at him funny because she's like, dog, this is a hobby. I shit ain't making no money and you using my money to fuel this shit. And what's happening is now you on autopilot when it comes to the real shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he like, nah, it's a growing business. I, I believe in it. Blase Skip, you could tell he believe in that more than he's really, in, he not really in the game like that no more. He's mm-hmm. down, but he, you know, he ain't passionate about that shit. Right, because you know, um, Rocky done put him in some tough positions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know yeah. that it ain't about him. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you hire help, man. So basically, yeah, you, you yeah, you just yeah, you a cog. You my brother, but you still a cog. Right. So there that go. Um, jukebox. She kind of getting it back together to see to show her going to the gravesite of what's her name, Melody. I think the girl's name. She's the date. Go to the gravesite. So she's still you know mourning her a little bit. She ain't speaking to Marvin. She's mm-hmm. living with Rock. Um. What else? Uh, Famous's sister is now, I think this is in the second episode, so you probably saw that. She jumping off with um, with uh, Quincy Cone, with Quincy. What's mm. his name on the shit? Uh, Camacho or Macho. Mm. She's um jumping off with him and kind of a little bit. She beefing with Lulu because Lulu ain't really pushing Famous. Um, Lulu find a new a new singer just in the world. Mm-hmm. Bring her to the studio. Um, you see a moment where she's performing in the booth and Lulu giving her a look. I don't know if that's going to turn into something because then Jukebox came in and gave her a look. And I don't know if that's going to be a she feeling a look or I want to write for a look or I could sing better than her look. I don't know what that look was. We're going to mm-hmm. figure that out. Uh what, oh, Officer was Officer Howard? Is mm-hmm. it Howard? Yeah. Yeah, Officer Howard. So <clears throat> he came back better than ever. Right. This nigga healthier you know than, he was, than he was for a <laughs> <that> shit. <laughs> that shit was the best medicine, that bullet. <laughs> rest. So, uh, <laughs> he yeah, some rest. Yeah. <laughs> he just needed to lay his ass down somewhere. So now he back in the in the game, feeling better, fronting like he don't remember nothing. Straight up to Rocky, like, yo, your boy can't shoot for shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still going to come to him and let him know that's my son because I still want to raise him. You know what I mean? That's my own, even though he shot me. You know raising what I'm saying? Canaan. That's raising Canaan. There it go. Heavy hand. It's like that Leo, that Leo meme. You see when the nigga pointing at the screen, that Leo from um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. You seen that meme. We always point at That's where raising Canaan. Uh, you see Unique hold himself down in, in jail. You know what I'm saying? Against the little... The Aryan mob, calling them Aryan because they white, but the little Aryan squad, little white beef spilt over it and he beat all them niggas up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bing, 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 bing. You know what I'm saying? Then walked out, you know what I'm saying? That he back and he's <laughs> he's on fire. This nigga, he's going to be interested to see because this nigga want to be back on top so bad. He want to be back on top so bad. He go see, he go see Dean. And oh, you know, hearing a, you know what I'm saying, Dean and, mm-hmm. at the bingo hall, and niggas is looking at Unique like he a sucker now. You know what I'm saying? My man roughing him up at the door, shitting on him. Unique like, nigga, y'all niggas forgot he hot. He ain't getting no play. They like, nigga, you too hot out here. He mad. He to flip over the little bingo table and shit. He go back to his little atelier. You see, that shit is a disarray. His man wore <laughs> around. You know what I mean? 
His man Warrell, I was surprised as Warrell kept the one on it. I actually appreciate that. Warrell was like, look, I done switched up, bro. I can't even, I can't build shit with you. And he said this shit with well, this nigga is like a pit bull off the leash. He was like, well, I ain't fucking with you. Turned his back on the nigga on some Will Smith shit. Turned his whole back. Hey, gave that nigga full he, back. He a real one. That's why he was on the squad. He re- that's why he's on the squad. I, but I'm surprised. He, he turned his back like he had his pistol in hand. You know what I'm saying? So that nigga's like, all right, bet. So this nigga, you know, unique on some real Scarface shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he's fuming <laughs> trying to come back. Um, They laid it down where you seen Unique's lady fell past the stash spot. I don't think she realized it initially, but mm-hmm. she she know that, okay, Rocky be at this bodega over here on something. Let's see what's what. Oh, um, so that was that's unique old lady. I was trying to put that together. Yeah, that's unique old lady. The only reason I knew that is because they, they, they did a flashback scene of when he first walked in the building when he got caught. Mm-hmm. They did a flashback scene where he was like, yo, I need you. Mm-hmm. And then you got to see her face. And then he, it was so funny. This nigga, such a street nigga. He seen his little son. He was like, what up, little man? <laughs> like, yo, like, not even his son. What's popping, little man? Like, little man, like, oh, father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so. father. Like, he like a street nigga and his son, like, from the Game of Thrones and shit. Yeah, oh, exactly. father. Your grace. <laughs> right. Your grace. Your grace. Call me your grace. <laughs> All right, little man. You know what I'm saying? You ain't looking. You stay in line. But, um, so there's that. They pop my man Scrappy. Now, this is the thing. And it, I think they did it in a way to where we had to sit with this. I think they made it unclear for a reason. Or maybe I felt like it was unclear. Maybe I'm bugging. But I don't think Scrappy was snitching. I think he just happened to, you know, he got bad because he was at the little card game. Well, they told his ass not to be at the card game. But, you know, like they said, he got a little, he got a gambling disease. Yeah. So she, she told him about the gambling. And then the nigga lied when they was trying to sum it up. You know, about Emma, about Ebony, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, unless she, unless Ebony was covering for him, well, but I don't think that's the yeah, case because it didn't seem. Guard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so scrap had to go. Yeah, I guess so. It was, you know, Dead he was so excited so too, mind. nigga. It reminded me of um, reminded me of when they killed Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Right, Remember right, when that right. nigga Joe Pesci thought he was about to be made and they popped his ass? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what kind of gave me that type of vibe. Um, yeah, man. But uh, Oh, and then Marvin is in anger management. I got a feeling he's going to start jumping off with the counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, she like, nigga, you can't go nowhere. Uh-huh. Sit your back, ass down. Sit on down, uh-huh. player. Uh-huh. <laughs> she got she got open when he when he shut the white dude down. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. Oh, he get angry, angry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she like that angry shit. That's why she do the the meetings. Right. She go meet new new angry niggas. That nigga got the internal burn. <laughs> right. That's so she so she found her passion. Right. <laughs> oh shit. But uh so that's that. What's your thoughts? What you remember? What you fucking with? Well, you know, again, I, I fucks with the wardrobe. The jury is on point. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fucking with um, 
Joey Badass is acting. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's still playing the same character. I just like his intensity. He's killing that shit. Yeah, you know he's what I'm saying? killing that he, shit. Yeah. He looked like a nigga from the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he, I mm-hmm. said this last season, you know, his energy, he has, he he found a way to recreate that energy of the 80s. Him, they do a good job with on that show with him, Marvin. Them niggas embody that era. Like, Marvin is like a nigga who was a little older, you know what I'm saying, really came from the disco era but adapted to what was new and fresh, you know what I'm saying. He get money mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. he get, got all the cars. That nigga got all the cars, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, like, the nigga mm-hmm. and Alexis, Lexus probably came out 89, you know what I'm saying, 90, you know. Right, so that shit right. fresh off the, off the boat, you know. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what year this supposed to be. I but, think it's 93. I think I seen some Polo 93 shit. Yeah, I think so he he on trend like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you know, damn, it's supposed to be 93? I think it is. I Don't quote me, but I think I saw something that, I think one of them little Polo joints mm-hmm. that uh, Jukebox had on, I think it said 93. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, they invite, like, it's a certain speed. That that era mm-hmm. was going at, you know what I'm saying, and and it was a it was a lot faster. It was a little intense, you know what I'm saying. Everything was way more amped up back then because the streets was super wide open, you know what I'm saying. The crack era was like like a jungle, like you know what I'm saying. It ain't even like that no more. That era don't even exist. Like you got dope boys, mm-hmm. you got niggas in chains, but the energy of that era don't exist no more, you know. So. Right. I think they they do a good job in a couple of those characters that really embody the spirit of that time. And um Joey Badass is really tapped into it for whatever reason. And but you know what? Joey Badass just as a person has been alt is an alternate era ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean pro era one, but like, you know, he came through like Pro era was very boot camp click in mm-hmm. like 2006 or whatever. So it was always that. And then, you know, he came through. The album was 1999. His new album was 2000. He's always on some throwback shit. Like he could assume that throw, you know, even with the Wu-Tang shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's good at, you know, like you could tell. Similar to like ASAP, maybe mm-hmm. not in the same way, but like. Some of these niggas, like, they study the older eras like Civil War buffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, and, but I think see, it might... That, ahead, and that's the thing. Like, a th- like, even if you studied it, if you studied the crack era, mm-hmm. you'll get the yeah. clothes, you'll get the cars, you'll get the, you know what I'm saying, the things that you can see. But uh-huh. the things that he's hitting is, is, like, shit you can't really... You know, he don't get it all the way, but he, he gets it enough. Yeah. To where it's like, yeah, yeah that, that's 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 from that time, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you can't really sense the energy and the speed of yeah, motion, unless she was you there, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. like uh-huh. like people love the intensity of Michael Jordan, but uh-huh. he was kind of like the intensity of the time, you know what I'm saying? That's why he was like mm. so relatable because he embodied the intensity of the time. Him, Mike Tyson, you know what I'm saying? Like them niggas was right. like. Of the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was a dope-ass mm-hmm. basketball player. And, you know, all of that, you know, intensity and no backing down and, you know, don't stop till it's... That was, like, that whole era, you know what I mean? 
So mm-hmm. like you you comparing guys from this era, it, the world ain't even like that no more. You know what I'm saying? That shit don't even mm-hmm. exist no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nah, it's true. And then also, I think it's 1991, because I'm thinking oh, yeah, about... Yeah, Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think when they showed the tombstone for Homegirl, she was 90... She's 1974, and I think it said 74 to 91, because I remember doing the math. I was like, okay, she was 17. So mm-hmm. I think that was what it was. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So, you know... I'm fucking with I'm fucking with how they doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not um it's not uh you know it's it's well done, you know what I'm saying? Like some some uh, shows they hit certain um years and it'd be, you know, a period yeah. piece and they don't hit it. Yeah. It's still my best powers. This is my favorite power spinoff. Mm-hmm. It's like I think it's it's they still maintaining the title as the best power spinoff. I think uh I think Ghost is second. But mm-hmm. um I also like to your point about era, I do like that the the music, like little shit in the scoring, like um some songs they making, but then it was one one scene, I forget what exactly happened, but mm-hmm. some shit was about to pop off and before the beat dropped, it was like Kick that shit for something. You know what I mean? Like one of those old 90s when niggas, that's how they used to start the record. Nigga, kick the you know, like mm-hmm. um how the beginning of um Boomer System come on. You know what I'm saying? Kick, kick a shit little for something. Cars that, yeah. be bumping. that be bump. You know what I mean? Like that little yeah, <laughs> yeah. That little shit was of that era. Like that's that Marley little Mall. You know what that's Molly Mall shit. Yeah. He's the yeah. one doing mm-hmm. that shit. Mm. Yeah, just kick a little something for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, drop that shit out of the drop of a dime, yeah. baby. Uh-huh. That was Molly Mall. Exactly. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then even, um, you know, they had some of that shit on the West Coast, too. Like, uh, Dre and them used to do a little bit of that. But, um, you know, yeah, that that vibe. That vibe is a very 90s type vibe. So I'm fucking with it, man. I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited. You don't watch industry. I mean, I wish you did because that shit is... That shit is great. That shit is great this season, man. It is a good one. It is a good one. If there's any industry heads, jump in the comments, man. That shit is that shit is one of them. Um, That's what's up. Yeah, it's 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 worth checking out. Anyway, um, Khaled album dropped this week. Uh, Khaled is one of the best promoters of you know what I mean. Like here. He's, uh, I was telling somebody, I was talking to Cam, I was like, you know, Khaled is like, he uses hyperbole as like a marketing scheme. And it be getting niggas damn near every time because he does it with such conviction. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's the king of conference call rap. But um, we're going to see. <laughs> king of what? I call it conference call rap, which is just a bunch of niggas on the, on the motherfucking track. <laughs> this time I looked at the track list and it don't look as busy as it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh hopefully, hopefully come with some shit. You know, the the big the big news about it is, you know, many people have been saying, yo, this is the best Jay-Z verse in a long fucking time. This, that, and the other thing. And Man, but there ain't been so no that's, Jay-Z verses in a long fucking time. Nah, it's been a couple. It's been a couple. He's uh, he's been on damn every Caledon. That last one, him and Nas, I was was whatever. It wasn't all that. I think his, I think the bet the last Jay Z verse. There was two. What's the shit? Sinai fail. Ha ha ha. That shit. Um, 
your hair um, I think that's the shit with Rick Ross I think mm-hmm. that's on the Rick Ross album or the Meek album mm-hmm. that's on the Meek album or for the What's Beef beat that's a hard verse and then his his verse on that Nipsey record um, for um, Judas and the Black Messiah mm-hmm. was a pretty kick your shoes um, y'all niggas storm the Capitol da 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 that shit Mm-hmm. I think that was probably, uh, and I'm probably missing something. He got a couple. He got a he'll come through with some shit every so often. But I'm curious, and I think he's on the record. Is on the record with Wayne and somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how that whole shit plays out. That's that's really it. I mean, that's that's probably the biggest expectation I have for it. You know what I mean? We'll see what else. Maybe there's some other shit on there. Mm-hmm. But um. That's what's coming up. I don't, I'm trying to think anything else coming up this weekend. Uh, nah, that's it. I'm at Eastville on Saturday, though. Uh, mm-hmm. 8 o'clock show, 10 o'clock show. If y'all in Brooklyn, come through. But uh, shit, that's about it that I could think of. Anything else on your side? Nah, that's it. Hello, hello. Right, well, shit. Let's transform and roll out, man. Well, and uh, right. As always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation, we out.